0: And London is calling, uh, the city of London, like a couple of hours west of Toronto. Uh, Question is, would you take the call? Uh, Can you be lured away from the rat race of Toronto? Which is not really a race anymore. It's just a lot of sitting in traffic or construction. It's very expensive. Buying a home is out of reach for most. You know, it's a tough city to live in. And so you kind of look around and go, what am I doing? What's my purpose? Could you be lured away? And maybe the next time you sit in traffic, look around because there is a city wanting to take you. And you'll see this new billboard campaign that is geared to frustrated Torontonians. And it's to launch you and and inspire you to come move to London. So why is London calling and why do they want you to go there? Well, let us ask. Kapil Lakotia is the president and CEO of the London Economic Development Corporation. Good to have you.
1: Good morning, thanks for having me.
0: So what are we not supposed, this is supposed to be like a do not tell, do not tell Toronto, and yet you're, you're speaking pretty loudly.
1: So London has been the fastest growing city in Ontario over the last five years and the third fastest in all of Canada. And what's fueling this growth is a lot of uh, investment in advanced manufacturing, food and beverage, technology, health, and other leading sectors of our economy. Mm-hmm. And that's created a real talent crunch and a need for skilled labour. This is where the Don't Tell Toronto campaign came out of, to promote the thousands of open opportunities that London-area employers are looking to fill, and pointing Torontonians to some of those lifestyle changes that they might uh, find helpful.
0: Yeah, and, and not new. I mean, Alberta has launched campaigns. It seems like right now, province to province, we've got all these cities kind of fighting over each other and trying to sell, and here's what we offer. And certainly outside of Toronto... And if you're a young person and if I were being the old lady giving advice, I'd say, don't start in Toronto because it's a very hard city to start in, right? It's a very hard city to get your foot in the door for kind of anything, whether it's a job or buying a house or really establishing yourself. So I think there are certainly demographics that could be swayed in. And and you look to some of the numbers. Um, you've had about 5,000 people reach out since the campaign started. But who is your demographic? Is the younger person trying to get a start? or is it the older generation trying to get out of all the noise and, t- and tired of paying all the high prices, or both?
1: It's actually a both. And majority of the uh, inquiries that we're receiving through this campaign are, uh, are families, uh, where both partners are looking for opportunities. And as a family, they're looking at uh, more of a lifestyle change and a balance in terms of uh, that work-life, commute, uh, affordability, and uh, other parameters.
0: Yeah, all the things we don't have balance in, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like really, like whether it's trying to, I get it. And I think the, uh, for a lot of people, certainly Kapil, there were a lot of people during the pandemic who realized, oh, not traveling for two, three hours a day in traffic has a real value. I don't care about having more money, but it does have a lot of value being able to spend time with your kids or do homework or eat dinner this- with your family.
1: And especially after COVID, we know that a lot of people have choices in terms of remote work, hybrid and whatnot, which which is also what we're finding as part of this campaign. And look, part of this is we're not trying to be Toronto. Toronto is a great place. We love Toronto for a number of different reasons. But as people have options after COVID, they're looking at a balance. They're looking for different opportunities. And that's where our narrative is resonating with a lot of people.
0: But do you have this, you know, the infrastructure, like I know that London was the first to get on board with the federal government, you know, in in getting, you know, housing expedited, getting Mm -hmm. it built on a fast track. What is the situation as far as housing? Is it a competitive market? Is it a market where there's actually real estate available right now?
1: Well, so it's a growing city with a lot of growing infrastructure around housing, transportation, uh, and other type of amenities. Uh, it is a high priority for uh, all levels of government, and there are several initiatives underway to help boost uh, housing stock. I think in the, in the meantime, we're making sure that the employers that have chosen to locate in the region, and we've received some really high profile investments in this area, including Volkswagen's new battery manufacturing plant for electric vehicles, Maple Leaf just uh, finished construction on the largest uh, um, meat processing facility, chicken processing facility in Canada, uh, Amazon has a number of different facilities in this region, and the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. In order to feed that economic growth, We need a lot of talent. Um, Of course, London is a well-known place for higher education, leading destination for healthcare in Southwest Ontario, and so on. So, a combination of all of those elements makes up for a compelling argument for being in the leading mid-sized city in Canada.
0: What's the reaction? Has has there been any reaction uh, from the mayor, Mayor Chow?
1: Oh, sure. Um, There's, you know, our. Our purpose behind this campaign was to get conversations started and people get people interested in what London is all about. Of course, with that comes a lot of different types of conversations. Uh, people have commented on you know, some of the uh, arts, entertainment, cultural attributes. But that's where we are here to clarify that we are not trying to replicate Toronto. We are trying to um, uh, convey a message that London is punching above its weight as a leading mid-sized city. We do have great arts culture, recreation, entertainment options as well. But again, within the um, um, element of being a mid-sized city, not looking to replicate Toronto.
0: I hear you. All right, we got the elevator pitch. I find it interesting, but uh, let's see where it takes us. Kapil, thanks very much. Thanks so thanks so much. There you go. That's uh, Kapil Lakota, uh, who is with the London Economic Development Corporation. Again, not the first city to do this. We've seen other provinces. We saw Alberta uh, coming after Torontonians. I-, I don't think it would take a lot to lure away, right? Um, When you look at affordability um, concerns and some of the data behind it, right now, 40%, according to the Ontario Real Estate Association, 40% are actually looking at leaving the province entirely because it's just gotten too expensive. But I go back to my point, you know, Toronto's a really expensive town. And if you're just trying to get started out, it's a very difficult place. You kind of get, you know, entrenched in trying to keep up all the time. So I think a smaller market is a great place to to start. The problem, though, for Olivia Chow, she's got a she, she's got a billion point five problem, billion a billion point five problems. She's got to get people back downtown. Our downtown has not recovered. Our financial district has not recovered, and we've got now cities, whether it's London or you know Calgary, wherever they want our people, they want Torontonians, and they will go. But we've got to get people back downtown, or this city cannot survive. In the future, you cannot run a city of Toronto and pay for, you know, um, the TTC and to pay for all these transfer um, infrastructure projects that we need if you've only got 60 to 70 percent of the people coming back down into the core. Because without those people, we don't have people eating out, using our services putting money into the local economy. So the big challenge for Olivia Chow, she's got to get people back downtown and give them a reason to stay in Toronto.